Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is your reader. Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Saturday. Good morning. Happy Saturday to you, too. God bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anybody else that just called in that would like to take the time to say good morning? This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Thank you for calling this morning. Who's that? Who's that? And who's that? Good morning, Sister Tracy and family. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Saturday. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Anybody else like to say good morning at this time? Good morning, it's Deidre. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Bubbly. Hey, Tracy. Good morning, Deidre. Good morning. Hey, Deidre. Good morning, everyone. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank him on this morning for waking us up in our right mind to be able to collaborate and come together another day. Um, just so grateful to be amongst the living on this morning with so much that's going on around us. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anybody else that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Happy Saturday, everybody. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning. God, have your way on this morning. We are going to lean in on you this morning because you are the King of Kings. We welcome you here, oh, Heavenly Father. Holy Spirit, just saturate this call on this morning, oh, God. We edify you. We glorify your name. Amen. With that being said, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory because it is a victorious day to be amongst the living. If anybody else would like to say good hey, morning. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sounding like Brother E. Good morning, family. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Blessings. Good morning, Sister Didi. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Ooh, thank you, God, for another day. Good morning. Anybody else would like to say good morning at this time? My purpose is to encourage the encourager. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Happy Saturday. Good morning. morning. Happy Saturday. Who's that? Who's that? I heard two voices. Nilka Vaughn. Good morning, Nilka. Good morning, Tracy. This is your first time calling Declare Victory? Yes, amen. 
Amen. Who invited you? Tracy. Amen. Good morning. That's my sister calling from Brooklyn, New York, from the East Coast. Welcome, Milka. You will be blessed. Continue to call. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anybody else at this time that would like to take the time to say good morning? Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, Declare Victory. It's magnificent. Happy Saturday. Good morning, magnificent. Happy Saturday to you, too. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Saturday. It is so good to hear everybody's sound on this morning. Amen, amen, and amen. Anybody else? Good morning, good morning. Happy Saturday, LT. Good morning, LT. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, happy Saturday. While you focus on the need of those around you, remember that God has not forgotten about you. His heart He hears your prayers and remembers your heart's desires and struggles. He poses a question to Abraham in Genesis 18, 14 that says, if it's anything, is there anything too hard for God? And the answer is no, to take all and everything before him and he will continue to bless you. Anybody else like to say good morning at this time before we move to the next segment of the call? Good morning, family. It's Pam. Happy Saturday. Love you, guys. Good morning, Pam. Happy Saturday. Anybody else? Okay, at this time, we're going to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tracy, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure you join us daily in January where our monthly is entitled Purpose. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding purpose and finding and walking in your purpose. There are no announcements today. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bubbly. The declaration will be brought by Didi. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. The order of the call is uh, this morning will be prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bubbly. The declaration will be brought by Didi. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is 
Proverbs 19 and 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until further instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Thank you, everyone. I love you and have a wonderful day. Amen. Great is the Lord because he's worthy to be praised. We thank you right now, God, because we want to lift up your name this morning because you are worthy. Lord God, you woke us up this morning, and for that, I just want to say thank you, Lord. Yes, we are. We have another day. Get this thing, get this thing, excuse me, to get this thing called life right a day, another day. Father, we just love you and adore you, Lord God. God, you're so good to us, good to us than we can ever be to ourselves. So, God, God, we just adore you. Lord, first and foremost, I just want to give your name all the praise, God, because you're worthy to be praised. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are a healer, Lord God. I thank you for healing my body, Lord God, and to not take advantage of the fact that you are the healer, Lord God, that we make all be able to call your name, Lord God, for when we need you for, for healing, Lord God. We need to be comforted. We know you will comfort us, Lord God. I want to thank you, oh God, because I can see, I can breathe, I can walk, I can talk. I can hear. I ask, oh God, that you hear my heart this morning, Lord God, that you hear our hearts this morning, oh God. Asking, oh God, for prayer for those who are grieving this morning, for those who are going through mourning, oh God, and their loved, lost loved ones, oh God. God, I ask you to use Dee today, Lord God, in a mighty way, Lord God. Continue to bless her and her family, Lord God. Give them strength and comfort that can only come from you, oh God. That's how we bless you, oh God. I ask you, oh God, to comfort all of those, like our Heavenly Father, that we can be what you are calling us to be, Lord God, that we will walk in our purpose, Lord God. Show us what that looks like, God. Some of us are still struggling in that area, Lord God, but we know if we continue to seek you, oh God, seek your face, Lord God, that we will understand and walk in that purpose, Lord God. I thank you for the purpose that you've given me in my life, Lord God. I didn't know what it looked like, but I sure know what it looks like right now, Father God. We ask you guys to cover this nation, Lord God, because it is so chaotic right now, Lord God. But we know no matter what is going on in this world, in this city, in this state, oh God, that you will still be there to help us to endure it all. You will cover it all. And there is no one that can do it but you, God. That's how I bless you, oh God, because you're just so good to us, God. So good to us, Lord God. Even in our... Weary days, oh God, now wayward days, Lord God, you still love us. No matter what we do, Lord God, we can never get too far from your hands, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for covering us and keeping us, oh God. God, I ask you, oh God, to continue to cover my brother, Pastor Lavelle, Lord God. Continue to crown his head with wisdom and knowledge and strengthen him, Lord God. I ask you to cover all the pastors that are on this call, all the ones that we're connected with, Lord God. Continue to give them a word, Lord God, a word that will encourage us and give us 
hope for tomorrow, Lord God. We, we are walking the hope and the visions that you have for us, Lord God. We thank you for the deep, the DV administrators, Lord God, that are behind the scenes that are helping to keep this call going, Lord God, and let us not ever forget our uh, Dion, Lord God, and she has been, uh, excuse me, she has been doing what you called her to do for almost seven years, Lord God. We thank you for the vision and her yes, oh God. Lord Jesus, help us today. Help us today. Help us on this day. As Sister Tracy said this morning, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice. And as we open up our mouths this morning to rejoice, Lord God, I ask everyone to take their phones off of mute, Lord God. Have your way in this conference and support the praise, Lord God. Thank you for the activities of our land from this morning, oh God. Thank you for everything, God. We're so grateful on this morning that you called us in on today, that we are here. We're still breathing, hallelujah. We're still moving, God. Thank you. We still have our right minds this morning, oh God. I thank you for each and every person that is on the line on this morning. Thank you for my brothers and sisters on your journey, oh God. Thank you that we will continue to spread and that we will continue to encourage, that we will continue to bless you what you have called us to do. Father, I thank you for being on this morning. It is a new day. God, it's a new day, a new challenge, oh God, a new way of living. God, thank you for being thinking on this morning, oh God. Thank you for the word that is getting ready to burst forth. I pray that you would use it on a daily basis. Use it as never before, oh God. Father God, let that Holy Spirit that is in her just burst forth, Father God. She came up on Thank you, God, that her uh, arrival, her right now, that she will today never look back towards the mark of the higher calling which is in place. Jesus, on the day, God, we thank you. Even in her pain, she will press. Even in her time that she's not for sure, she will press towards you, God. Thank you for her family and her mom on today as they uh, buried her uh, pa on yesterday. And so, Father, we we thank you for the time that they had here and that you will continue continue to remember the things that he laid out, the things that he said the good times. Hallelujah. Thank you, O God. We just adore you on this morning, Father, for what you're going to do. We adore you for the things that is happening right today. For it is the here and now, God. It is here and now. It is time. And we thank you and we praise you. We want to be weary in our well-doing. We want faith. And we know that just on the other side, just on the other side of this, we will and there will be a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And into the highest of God. And we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and we give you honor. Hallelujah. It is Hallelujah. 
Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness, God. Hallelujah. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Thank you, Continue to do a new thing in Josiah, Lord God. of his goodness, because of his love, none of us, 
None of us didn't. We when we have when we think about just how good it is to see a new day, to rejoice and be glad in it. So thank you, Sister Tracy, for greeting and for reminding us that there is nothing too hard for God. Nothing. And then bubbly, thank you for praying and ushering us in the praise this morning. I am Dee Dee Felder, so welcome, Saturday Saturday Victors. This is Victorville, and we declare victory. I would just ask that if you would just take a second to check your mute ministry. That means look at it and make sure it is mute, you're muted so that we won't get distracted by having to say mute your line. Because as people that prepare declarations, we put time in prayer and we seek God to what for what to share with you all. So it's just a big distraction. And, and accidents happen. We know sometimes the phones come off. But if you would just take a second. If you're sleepy, mute your line. It's okay. Everybody get their little snore on, so we don't want to hear you snoring. But, again, good morning. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Psalms 57 and 2, it says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. I'm this, uh, excuse me, this is key in understanding God's purpose for your life. God has numbered your days, and he will fulfill every purpose he has for you. However, it's our choices and actions that really matter. In some ways, this is a mystery that we can't fully understand, but doesn't mean it's not true. We can choose to do the things that will bring us more joy and give us more sense of a purpose. So this morning, if you are searching for your purpose, I encourage you to just go to God. Go to God in prayer with your whole heart. If you are feeling purposeless, just ask him to give you wisdom. We know it says over in James 1 and 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given. So y'all heard, if you were on a call on Monday, Nephew David, he reminded us to seek God for our purpose. That was just a good word. All week, it has just been so lit. And then that old fire starter, Kathy, reminded us to study the word for our purpose, because God will reveal your purpose. You just have to give him some of your time, and he will light it up for you. Because what you really can't do, you can't pray and then walk away, because prayer is two-way communication. And our beautiful Dion talked about fighting from a purpose, from a place of pain. I know if y'all heard her heart on Wednesday, it should have been life-changing. I know for me it was. Because when you are fighting from a place of fatigue, it's it's like a whole other level. And then we had, oh, Sister Geraldine come from that straight and narrow. What is your decision? What do you want? What do you? What have you decided about your purpose? Straight and narrow. And then Tony on yesterday, oh, my God, I could not stop thinking about his, his share yesterday, talking about that God wants to put his word in our mouths. And it's really his word and our personality, right? So how I read somebody, it might not be the same because our personalities aren't the same. That was so deep. And then how he reminded us that our purpose, that is bulletproof. It's so much to it. So hopefully if you um, missed any of the shares this week, go back. Go back and listen. I, I guarantee you it will bless you. So I, I was thinking about really what to say, and you guys know we've had a, a trying time since December 23rd when Pops took his last breath. And so just getting all the arrangements is so draining. And like never before, um, it's a lot. So today I just want to encourage you to rejoice, like really rejoice. Embrace the day. 
Embrace the now. Take in this moment because God blessed you with life this morning. Don't sleep on that. Don't take it for granted that, like Bubbly was saying, you can move, you can hear, you can see. And then think about how good of a provider he is because you are still able to get on the phone and call and get on the prayer line. That's so that's enough right there to just say, Lord, I thank you. So I went to God on this, and he just said, you know what? Just remind your brothers and sisters about my purpose for forgiveness. That's it. And y'all already know me and this topic. And I'm going to give credit to the 13-week forgiveness series that we did with the awesome pastor, Steve and Becky Deal, and then Pastor um, Lawrence Van Hook. Over, he just ran us through that course. I know I keep going back through it and, and um getting a reminder because there's levels to it, right? But I'm just grateful this morning. If you have been a part of the Claire Victory for any length of time and have ever heard me, even on Friday Night Live, and I apologize last night to anyone that tuned in. I, don't, I still don't know if there was a call because I just had to, to just, you know, reset. But, again, you guys know the topic of forgiveness is so real to me because if you don't really understand how vital it is in your spiritual walk, then your walk is off balance, and that's facts. I'm just thankful that God um, directed me to my church family in 92, I believe it was, um, 96, I'm sorry, under Pastor Ricky Lynn Nutt, and his teaching is amazing. He's a, he teaches us on forgiveness, and I know I've shared before, his saying is forgive in advance, and so I had to really go there. So first of all, Unforgiveness is not a word in the English dictionary. We know Sister Tan has said that before. You really can't find it in an English dictionary. It was emanated from religious teachings. Some use it, and not because, you know, you think it is a word like anything else. It's something that you've heard over and over again. You just roll with it without really studying if it's, if it's, if it's really a thing, right? Because it just naturally sounds like it's the opposite of forgiveness. But unforgiveness is when you are unwilling when you are unable to forgive someone for hurting, for betraying, for breaking your trust, or for causing you intense emotional pain. Unforgiveness is also a family sin, generational. It's a sin committed by husbands to their wives, wives against their husbands, children against their parents, parents against their children, brothers and sisters that will not forgive one another. Wow. And so I'll, I'll be transparent. You guys, like I said, I, we bury and pops on Thursday, and we were a blended family. My mom's three, his six, I believe. Um, and blended families are not always easy peasy. Let's just be real. But I'm so thankful to God that he gave me this because it helped me get through Thursday because there really was a lot of um, unresolved feelings. And, you know, some of you guys know the background story. I won't go into details, but it was a couple of my um, pop's children that, honestly, if I could have just slapped the hell out of them, I would have. Oh, but to God be the glory. He did a new thing in my heart so that I didn't look at the offense, right? I looked at their hurt. And so when you can look beyond a person, how they've acted or how they've treated you, and in this situation, it wasn't even about how they treated me. It was some things that they did in regards to my mom. And those who know me know about me and my mama. I don't play about her. So for me to have to, God said, 
they're hurting. And see, that saying, hurt people hurt people, it's not just a saying, it's true. There are some people that have been so hurt that they lash out. So they'll lash out at innocent people and don't even realize it. So I'm just saying, God gave me a new way to even love them, love them through. So, And I had to really say thank you because when people share their their parents, that's big. I shared my mom, but I never had to share my dad because my dad never remarried, right? So it's different when you have step anything. That's why I say bonus because that step word kind of does something to me. And now that I'm in a blended marriage and I have, you know, we have six children, what forgiveness has taught me is to love because if you are on this call, then you've been through some things and you have some forgiveness issues that I'm sure you've dealt with. So I'm going to get back to what causes unforgiveness. Many people who have been hurt feel insignificant and powerless. Therefore, they try to get their need for significance met by withholding forgiveness. That's why I said I wanted to really get into that unforgiveness part because unforgiveness gives you a sense of power and superiority if you were ever betrayed. And I guarantee you most of us, if not all of us on this call right now that's listening, have been betrayed. And for a time, that pain was so powerless, you didn't even think you'd ever breathe, right, because you've been hurt. So, again, because I I don't mind telling my stuff, my first marriage, it was unhealthy. Um, It was verbally and emotionally abusive, right, because we met as teenagers. And, again, I'm very open with my stuff. If I am really keeping this 100 (laughs) or keeping it a buck, as my son says, me and their dad should have never, ever, 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 ever even dated, let alone had a huge, big old wedding, have three children, because really and truly there were red, blue, purple, yellow, green. There was all the colors in the rainbow of warning signs um, the day of the wedding. My daddy cried, and I'm not talking about just tears streaming down his face. My daddy was doing that, you don't have to marry him, like all the way from Richmond to Oakland. That's where the, because we lived in, well, we came from Richmond to Oakland to get to the wedding. My dad said, baby girl, you don't have to get married. I'm okay with y'all just living together. And that coming from him was the funniest thing now that I think back. So, I even had my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, boycott it. He didn't even go. So that should, it, like I said, all the signs were there. And did I did I mention y'all that it was two hours late starting? <laughs> y'all know I had no business marrying that man. My brother was about to fight the limo driver. It was just all kind of stuff. I think the groomsmen were drunk or they, they um, pagers were going off because it was in the 90s. But all that to say, when God was giving me signs, I didn't listen because I wanted a wedding didn't want a marriage, right? I wanted a wedding. The purpose of forgiveness, and it's going to make sense while I'm sharing this, because in regards to my first husband, who is my three children's dad, that joker was really a lesson for me to how to really forgive somebody, like for real, not just say it, but to really forgive when you really want somebody dead. When you just, I'm just saying, I'm talking about my story, because I planned all kind of ways to have 187s and, you know, watching Snapped and First 48 and CSI, Criminal Minds, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's been there. So as I'm talking, y'all don't be rolling your eyes. I'm just telling my story. But I really did forgive him like a heartfelt forgiveness. And not only can I pray him well but mean that, I pray to cover his wife and his, you know, new blended family and 
we are friends, and I'll pray with him for him. So that's just what forgiveness can really do if you really tap into that. So we've dealt with situations before that require us to forgive as believers. So if you're able to get up, call in on a prayer call six days a week, you're praying, you're fasting, you're crying out, you're asking God, you're speaking in tongues, all of that. But what is your heart really looking like? As I share this, I really want you to think about some things or some people that you may still be unwilling, unable, because the pain is so hard, so hard. Many, cause you, and sometimes, you know, you don't even know how. You sh- how or why, really, if you don't get what forgiveness is, right? It's an, but if you go to the Word, it's very important. It's a, one of the most important um, topics in the Bible. What unforgiveness can do, unforgiveness can cause a whole lot of other issues in your life if you are unwilling. So remember that part, that un part. Only the forgiven can forgive. And some of us come to Christ with just so many horrible things that's happened to us in our past. So maybe you come from an abusive home. Maybe you've witnessed your father beating your mom or whatever. Or maybe you've had some own emotional abuse from from a parent. Maybe you were abandoned, whatever it is. Some of us might have been molested as children, um, whatever, raped later on in life. I mean, so much to this thing. Some of us have been violated physically, emotionally, verbally, financially by some family members. Whatever it was, or strangers, church hurt. I mean, it goes so many places. But what a Christian should do in situations like this is to seek forgiveness. And so how do you, how do you forgive something that seems unforgivable, right? So when we're faced with situations like this, that's why it's so really good to get a biblical truth because that will help you. We need to know that we cannot forgive anyone or anything until we realize that we ourselves have been forgiven. When you receive the forgiveness from God and then you think about why he gave his only son and why Jesus died on the cross, this forgiveness piece will make sense if you really consider all that he bore on the cross. We cannot forgive others in our own human strength. Of course, you know, we may choose to forgive something that's that's easy to forgive. Maybe you know somebody borrowed five dollars and they something like that is small to me. People can naturally decide that something is not a big deal. But the truest forgiveness, forgiveness in the biblical way for something that really hurts you, it can't be extended to others until you truly receive it yourselves. And I'm gonna say this again. If you haven't um been able to do the thirteen week forgiveness lifestyle Living a lifestyle of forgiveness, I really encourage you to to do that. It, it's life changing. Um, so at the same time, we can really only receive forgiveness when we understand the nature of sin. So so many parts of this, we need to understand the enormity of our sin before God that we've sinned too. We need to realize the scandalous, hateful nature of sin. We need to know that we deserved to be condemned for our sin, all the stuff that we did. But moreover, we deserve to be condemned for our sin eternally. We can only consider forgiveness when we honestly take into full account of what we have been forgiven for. So you got to look at your own self, right? The truth is that nothing that has ever been done, let me say this again, the truth is that nothing that has ever been done to us, no matter how painful it seems, compares to the enormity of our sin against God. Nothing. But yet God chose to forgive us in Christ. When we realize how much we have been forgiven, it becomes easier. It does. It really does, y'all. It becomes easier for us to extend forgiveness to others. 
Jesus gave an example in the gospel that put forgiveness in monetary terms. He said that God has forgiven us for a million-dollar debt. Would it then be right for us to hold someone else responsible or want to punish or send them to jail for a $10 bet that they owe you? Think about that. Once we realize how much God has forgiven us, we really can just take time. It's layers, but forgive, forgive. We can forgive because we ourselves have been forgiven. But you may say, I can't forgive because there may be many reasons why you won't. I'm going to give you a few more because you're a grudge you want to hold a grudge because let me tell you something I learned, too. Thank you. My brother, Squeaky, or Black as I call him, said, you are a grudge holder. And it hurt me. This was not this was a while ago because once you do something to me, I really cut you off. I was done with you. And that's a grudge. So maybe your spouse or your child or something that, you know, really did something that disappointed you, they could say, I'm sorry, to their blue in the face, right? They've apologized and hoped that their apology can make the situation better, but it hasn't. And that's because what, what happens is when, you, when you're unwilling to, you have chosen not to forgive them because you, it gives you something to have over their head. That's really what grudge holding is. It's a control thing, and it's a spirit, because you, you have something to throw back on them constantly at them, and then they may feel guilty, and they feel that they're in debt to you, right? It's a manipulation tool. But as a result, they'll try to win your trust or forgiveness by maybe overcompensating, giving you gifts, giving you things, always doing whatever you want. That's not good. That's not good. You're not supposed to be a grudge holder either. I had to realize that. I wasn't using that as a um, way to get back to people that did something. My method was I just cut you off, and that's not Christian either. That's not how I'm supposed to be. God uh, reminded me of that. You can forgive, and then what you'll do is um, love them, but you can love them from a, a, a healthier place. Right, that's like where you get the, into those boundaries. But when we stop focusing so much on what the person did to you, and focus more on what Jesus did for you on the cross, I'm telling you, forgiveness is a key to life. And it may sound like I'm saying it's easy. It's not. It's just necessary. You can teach the saints all of that in the front row. People can listen as you listen to me now. Um, you can listen to them like Pastor Lavelle. You can exegete a text, break it down to all the Greek words, speak in tongues 24-7. You can fast until your stomach meets your back. But I can tell you, let me tell you this, those who haven't hung up by now, if you won't forgive, I'm telling you, it's like all that you're doing because you can pray, you can seek God. But he's saying, listen, and I think it was Brother Tony that said it too. Sometimes we're saying, oh, Lord, I just need your help for me. I need you to help me do this. I need you to help me do that. I need you to give me. God says, I've already given you everything that you need. You just need to do it. It's a choice, right? Because the purpose of forgiveness is that God wants you to be at peace. It's for you. God wants you to be at peace. God wants you to be fearless. God wants you to be full of faith, of hope, and love. He don't want you to be anxious or full of anger. There's so many forgiveness scriptures that teach you how to be a more forgiving person. Man may say, I know I upset him, but I think he'll forget it. God says, not really. People hold on to things that hurt them. It's in Proverbs 18 and 19. Man may say, you just don't understand all the bad I've done. I'm beyond forgiveness. See, sometimes people think they're beyond forgiveness, but God says, no, I am an again God. I don't change. I forgive over and over again. It's in Micah seven, eighteen, and 19. And then man says, 
yes, I think I heard her. I think I heard him, but I just can't go to her or him now and make it right. God says, then you're worshiping? Serving me is empty. Reconcile. That's Matthew five twenty three and 24. Man may say, but there's a limit to how many times I can forgive someone, right? God says, no, not really. Lean on me. You can do it over and over. It's Matthew eighteen twenty one and 22. Man may say, and I'm just giving you guys some examples. Man may say, you know I've gone so far off the deep end, there's no one who would take me. God says, that's not true. I'm waiting to hug you yet again. That's in Luke 15 and 20. Man says, even though he admits he's wrong, it's hard to forgive. That part, I think, is a more natural for us when somebody admits they're wrong, but you still want to, no, God says, forgive freely again and again. It's Luke 17, 3 and 4. Man says, how can I forgive someone who doesn't even know what they're doing? God says, I forgave those who crucified me. <laughs> that part. They didn't know either. That's Luke 23 and 34. Man says, I really resent them. Y'all know resentment ties into unforgiveness, right? Because they've been so mean. Somebody's been so mean to you. But God says, kindness always is the best way to act. Be strong. He gives you Ephesians 4 and 32. I only have a couple of more. And then man says, but I'm bitter, and I plan on staying that way. Y'all know some people are attached to bitterness. Some people love bitterness. But God says grace stops bitterness. Let me say it again. God says that grace stops bitterness. If you don't forgive, everyone loses, and I think we forget that. Read Hebrews 12 and 15 for that one. Man will say, how can I forgive when I feel dirty? See, some of the things from our past makes us feel so dirty, right, and so not worthy of. God says it's a choice that you must make. You'll feel clean again. That's First John 1 and 9. Man says, I hate you. A forgiving person hates no one. So that part right there, you can have a dislike, but that hate, you, you're not supposed to go there. No one, it says, A forgiving person hates no one. Don't call yourself a Christian if you hate. 1 John 4 and 20, wisdom comes from meditation, meditating on God's word. So you have to study the word to get the true purpose of forgiveness because what forgiveness can do is lead you to feelings of understanding, empathy, and compassion for those who have hurt you. It really can. Forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting. That's a part we, I think, folks think or excusing the harm done to you, or making up with the person who caused the harm. Forgiveness brings a peace, a kind of peace that helps you go through life, right? And there are so many spiritual benefits of forgiveness as as well. Forgiveness helps you to let go of the offense others have done to you. Forgiveness will even make you not hear something sometimes, if that makes any sense. Somebody may be saying something so crazy, but you've tapped into that realm and you, you don't even hear it. That's what it does. But forgiveness can't erase the past. It just looks up with compassion. And But to, to withhold forgiveness, it keeps alive all the emotions of hurt and anger and blame, which discolor your perception of life. To forgive, avoid ruminating on thoughts of being wrong. See, when you always focusing on how wronged you were, that's not healthy for you. Forgiveness means that you have to let go of hatred instead of letting it eat you alive. And see, that's where the illnesses come in, and then you get different forms of illnesses. Lewis B. Smead says, to forgive is to set a person free, and excuse me, to forgive is to set a 
prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. When I read that, I was like, wow, we're holding on thinking we're hurting someone else, but we're really hurting ourselves. Because by holding on to that resentment, you suffer because the sorrow is intensified to keep it alive, right? You have to let go. Unforgiveness is dangerous. Bitterness is deadly. Unforgiveness attracts the ministry of tormentors. I didn't even know that existed. I said, wow, what? Let me go deeper. In Matthew 18 and 34, it says, if you do not forgive, you have given yourself to the tormentors to torment you. And then I spoke about it earlier. That's how the ulcers and the arthritis and other afflictions can come in, right? Jesus did the greatest act of forgiveness when he said to Father, and I have to repeat that on the cross, forgive them, Father, for they knew not what they do. And he had been beaten. He had been tortured, right? That alone should be an example to why we need to make the decision to forgive because Jesus suffered, bled, and died for us, although we didn't deserve it, so that we could have eternal life. He forgave us of all our sins and remembers them no more. He remembers them no more, according to Isaiah 43:25. And as a result of that, we need to forgive others no matter what the situation may be. Just look to the cross and remember what Jesus did for you. So I just want to remind you all today, that an unforgiving spirit can destroy the joy of the Lord in your life. There are times in our lives that we must spend time in tears. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We must spend time in tears and prayer to forgive others who have hurt us in any way. But the Bible says in Psalms one twenty six and excuse me one twenty six and six that they sow in tears that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. There's a purpose for forgiveness. So, Father, help us to forgive. Give us a heart of love and soften our hearts. Help us to always remember how much you loved us, that you sent your own son to die so that we will receive forgiveness. I thank you, Father. I thank you just for your joy, Lord. I thank you that no matter what has happened, that there is forgiveness and that we have to understand that we can only really walk in this this walk, this spiritual walk, and we are willing to forgive. We can't have an unwilling heart. We have to forgive those that have hurt us. That's the only way, and that's what your purpose was for forgiveness. So, Father, I thank you, and I pray that what I said may have reached one or two ears, Father God, because I know it helped me in some areas. So I thank you again for another opportunity just to come before your people today and just to remind them that there is a purpose. And it is to forgive and to walk in love. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. So now is the time. If you're joining us, if you've just joined, if you joined a little bit after we started and you weren't able to say hello, I'm going to give you a second. I want to, um, first, if there's any first-time callers, um, you can just go ahead and say hi, your name and who invited you, if there are any. And then after, I'm, I'm going to let the brothers say hello, and then we'll go from there. So is there any first-time callers this morning? I want to say hello that didn't get a chance to. Amen, amen. What about the brothers? Any brothers on the call that want to say hey? Good morning. God bless you all this morning. Great declaration, Didi. Hey, Brother Jeff Sarge. Good morning, brother. Good to hear you. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Brother E. Good morning, Sister D. Good morning, Good morning. 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 Good morning.
Hey, Brother Andrew, and I heard Jeff G, too. Oh, okay, the brothers is showing up on a Saturday. Hey. Any brother brothers? Okay, ladies, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Dee. Good morning. Good morning. I love you, and I'm praying for you and the family. Thank you. I received Good morning. That. Good morning, morning. Dee Dee. It's Moni. Hey, Moni in the middle. Hey. Oh, okay. I'm, I forgot. We we in at the game. We in at the Niner game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Naomi, y'all. Hey, Mom. Good morning. Good morning. This is Kent Killer Kedra. Killer Kedra in the easy. <laughs> What's up, sis? <laughs> okay, good morning. This is Caroline. Good morning. Bible Center for Refuge, and 
you were one of the few that just loved on me. You know what I mean? And I'm getting emotional. I think about it because we don't really know what people are going through. No, because I I know for a fact I was showing up because how my mother raised us. I was showing up, my kids clean, I'm clean, coming here to Word, and coming from a Methodist into non-denominational to a church where the pastor is teaching on this because I've shared before. I remember one Sunday I was so broken. I didn't know if I was going to go home. I was going to my sister's house. I didn't know where I was going because it was so much toxic stuff in that house, that house that I bought, I'm just being real, my big, beautiful house in Vallejo, but it was so much hell there, right? And I remember that Sunday when Pastor said, and I was like, Lord, why did I come this Sunday? As soon as I sat down, he was talking about forgiving advance. I wanted to run. I ain't forgiving nobody. I don't want to be here. But the blessing is I understood, right? Even though not then, but as I grew spiritually, and, and Sister Jerry, I promise you, there were so many times when I just wanted to not go back because, you know, but I, you and a few others who just loved on me and my baby. So I just want to tell you thank you. I thank you so much for that. I love you. Well, Dee, you know, when I look back at, um, you know, the times that we were uh, getting our hair done, mm-hmm. and a lot of those conversations uh, were, were very innocent because, you know, naturally we don't just go in and start, you know, picking into people's lives. Right. But, you know, sometimes we just, all we need to do is just sit there, mm-hmm. just listen, and don't say nothing. So Ooh. I just want to tell you, I am so, I mean, like you said, coming from a Methodist, Going into a church, uh, we were non-denominational, mm-hmm. and for you to be where you're at today, I am so proud of you. Thank you for leading God me to Declare Victory, because oh, yeah. I would not have known about Declare Victory, not at all. So you are the reason why I'm Ooh. here and still here, even on a Saturday, Thank because you. every day is a day of prayer in my life, and I promise you, I love you, baby. I love you, too. Thank you. Hey, Dee. Yes, ma'am. I love you, and I just love how God um, has blessed. I, as I was listening to you this morning, it, it, it blessed me. I'm like, Lord, I know you connected us, but for – and we laugh about this a lot, about how our stories kind of parallel in so many ways. One of the things that I – as I was listening to you today, that um, it was a, an aha moment for me was that sometimes when God, even after God delivers you from whatever the situation was and um, he's working you through the forgiveness path, sometimes when you've been embittered, I'm going to call it that word, embittered, you don't even hear the apology from the other person. And, And people, God will allow situations to be where they apologize to the best of their ability. And that doesn't, and you know, a lot of times as as humans, we try to we try to put people on whatever scale we think or how right. they ought to come across and say I'm sorry. But sometimes you can't you you so and I know I'm talking about me. In my mind, I have been in, and this was thank God I, I've I've been delivered of it. But I remember being in a place where I'd never heard. I remember them saying I'm sorry, but I didn't hear it until years later when God. I allow God to start working, helping me to get through the forgiveness part of it. So God bless you. I thank you for your share this morning. I thank you for um, our connection and just the, you so much. I love you too, sister, so much. Know that. God is amazing. 
This is Leonia again. Hey, Mama. Hey. Wow. I don't even know where to start, but thank God for you. Thank God for your sisters and your brother and all the rest of my bonus children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hallelujah. It took a long way, a long time to get here. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it wasn't a very, very long way to, to get here. Yeah. But give me, I'm bumbling. No, no, you're fine. Um, that hurt was something I hope nobody, nobody ever have to go through that again. I know I won't, but it took me a long time to forgive my first husband. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling any names, but you That's know okay. the story. That's how you, but you only heal when you deal with stuff, huh? You got to call it what it is, and then you can be free from it. That's what you got to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until he was lying there dying mm-hmm. that that true forgiveness stepped in. I had been to my pastor and talked to him. And when I talked to him, I thought that I had overcome it. Until one day, my ex-husband and I had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And he told me it was my fault. Mm-hmm. And I guess in ways it was because I was young. Mm-hmm. I was country. I had no business getting married because I didn't know nothing about courting. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, but, <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank but you. God, when God let me go in that hospital room, and I purposely went there to talk to him, although I knew he couldn't, I don't think he did, and maybe he did, because God has a way. I stood there at his bedside, and I held his hand, and I talked with him. And I told him that I forgave him, and I asked him to forgive me for not knowing how to be a wife. With me, it was no running around, running around. Well, at one point it was, but um, not at first, when he first left. After after a while, I did finally pick myself up and decided I wanted to live again, so I had my son. Mm-hmm. But I just thank and praise. I just wanted to say I thank and praise God because at the end, at the end, I do, I do know Lawrence heard me. Mm-hmm. I know he heard me when I was talking to him and told him that I forgave him. And I thank God. I thank God that for once it was from my heart. I did forgive him completely, fully, wholeheartedly. And I thank him. I thank Lawrence for the family that he has given me because I love your mother just like I love my sister. And I love you kids like I love my own kids. 
And I just thank and praise God for you because this message hit right home. I look at this girl looking at my <laughs> Ma, you know what's so funny? I love you, and I'm so glad because you released yourself from an emotional place. You know what I'm saying? We don't know, so I'm glad you were able to talk about it openly. Um, and it's but you know it's <laughs> just yesterday. Me, Anthony, and Mom were laughing because we were talking about Daddy's service and how uh, <laughs> we were talking about different things that happen at services that are funny because you got to find some humor. And so we were talking yeah. about how Cousin thought he was at a concert with on songs and how, you know, just how some of the comedy. But the funniest part, and I think that that helped me heal too, is when Shay busted y'all out because y'all not even listening to the service. You two sitting back <laughs> like you just said. Like that's God. God did that. Allowed you guys to yeah. sit together and laugh, not laugh about my daddy, but y'all was laughing. So that's part of the healing. So I love you, Mama. Don't ever um, doubt that. So I'm glad that you got healing for yourself because that's how. See, when I was talking about the the part that if you're not careful with unforgiveness in your heart, it'll open up that torment. Right, and so then torment opens up other kind of stuff. So that's when the sicknesses get in, because some people have held on to pain for so long it turns into sickness. So I'm glad that you got that, so you won't be spiritually sick and you'll be free of diseases, and that you can go on. So just know I love you. Know that it's real, and I'm grateful for mm-hmm. my siblings. You know that I love you too. Mm-hmm. Love you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, sissy, on another note, just to make you laugh. What's up, Bubble Bub? How you feeling? Uh Uh-uh, you're going to get a chance to talk. I let this call. No, I was playing. How you feeling? Um, I'm better. I'm better. I'm glad you prayed, honey. We heard you prayed. It's their mountains. You know, to God be the glory. And I feel like I remember, I can't remember who in the Bible thought they couldn't speak. And um, God said, you can't. Even though, I, you know, the enemy was trying to choke me up this morning, I said, you know what, just keep going. Yes, just ma'am. keep going. Just keep going because God knows your prayer is sincere. So, you know, I'm not trying to speak for election votes and all that stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, I just want to say this. You were not the only one who wanted a wedding because <laughs> you are, you already know my story. You know, <laughs> anytime you marry the same person and get the same results, that's insanity. <laughs> well, you well, say, I, I didn't do that. Look, I couldn't. I didn't learn the first time. Let me marry this, the same fool again. <laughs> see that part. That part. But you know what? Anyway, I got the. I, huh? No, no. I was gonna say. I don't think a lot of people understand that part. There is a difference between the wedding and the marriage. I ain't know nothing about no marriage. I just want that big old pretty wedding with all them guests. Girl, look. I don't even know what I was thinking, but that's another whole story, too. But this is the piece, one piece I wanted to say, and I hope it blesses somebody, is that sometimes, even in your forgiving that person who gave you such a um, hard time or, you know, you know, did this, that, and the third, sometimes you're not even going to get that apology. Mm-hmm. But you still have to forgive them anyway. You still have to forgive him anyway. Uh, Lavelle, I don't know if he's on the call or not. He did there on one or two TNT nights. Mm-hmm. And when he said, and that's what, that's what keeps me going in the right direction, what if God, <laughs> see, when he, when he came out like that, what if God did you, uh, forgave you, and you can't turn around and forgive your brother or your sister yeah. or whoever it was? Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
think when he said that, I've been pondering on that every single time. You know, then he's trying to say, you know, but don't you remember what, you know, what happened and all this kind of stuff? And I remember I spent the whole night look, fighting and wrestling with the, with the Lord right. about that very same thing mm-hmm. until he had to um, show me, me, number one. And number two was that um, he didn't do that to you. And yeah. pe- people don't understand it. It wasn't him. It was the situation. Right. He ain't know no better. I didn't know no better. I knew, I thought I knew better. But nevertheless, when God, like I said, that was a fight the entire night. By the time I looked up, it was, like, it was bright outside. It was 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm still up that entire night. So that's what, what, what I'm just trying to say is don't always look for that to get um, that apology because most often when they don't apologize, they don't even really realize they did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to pray for them a little bit more. Because, you know, when you forgive them, you know, and you still, as you say, the boundaries, that long candle spoon, you still got to forgive them. And I'm okay. so grateful to you for you showing me about that forgiveness piece. Mm-hmm. It is it's like it's like breath. It's part of life. But let me you, say this. Y'all family, but had I not really gotten this series and had not had the pastor that I've had, <laughs> I wouldn't be on this call today. I, y'all, I'll be saying, y'all will be getting collect. Call, can you call and collect to them? Because <laughs> I'm serious. Demetria. I'm just being real with my family because, see, a lot of times people try to cover stuff up or candy coats. No, I'm being real. If I had not, that's why God knew that my steps were ordered to get in these different classes that I've taken at my church. And really, and I have, you know, my personality is what it is, and I'm, I will still throw hands, but not as quick as I used to. So that's why Thursday was so big. That's why when I really said, y'all, please pray, because the enemy was, was trying to get me to out my, you know, he was trying to get me to really just, you know, take, I didn't need my gloves. My gloves are in my trunk. But just to really not think about what I have been studying. So how I'm going to study and talk about forgiveness and get ready to go drag somebody down 23rd Street. That ain't what I'm supposed to do. And I really could, you know, when somebody disrespects your your mama, and y'all know, I'm just saying, God said, no, that's not what you're going to do. And when I tell you it turned out to where it was a blessing, it really was, and I felt good, and I, there's no anger for me, you know, all of it, because you were able to release it when you say, but sometimes you have to have that conversation too, right? You have to let people know this is what happened, because you can't keep acting like it didn't, you know, but there's a way to do it is what I'm saying. And so I'm just grateful that with the 13-week class and then being on Declare Victory, and just knowing that acting the other way wasn't going to do nothing. That was just going to be really ugly for a day of celebration, and it was going to really show that, she ain't not to she ain't say, but how she praying or preaching and then sock somebody in their mouth at a service. That's just what I'm just being real. And if I can't be real <laughs> yeah, with my family, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't candy coat it, but I'm grateful that I get it right. So I gotta know that what that what they did, they did. I can't change it, but to to keep you know just release it and work on that forgiveness. So I thank you, Bubbly, so much. I love you to life. Oh, you but, and yeah, I know nobody better than Mama Doris. She got way too much bitty kids that love her. It'll <laughs> be a show enough. It'll be a show enough. Oakland, Richmond, San Francisco, Girl, Bay yeah. Area, coming from Las Vegas, fight. But anyway, hey, I'm good. we gonna fight. Look, me, Amen. Look. Hi, somebody hey, trying to say something. <laughs> Who was Amen. that? Well, I'm just gonna say we gonna gas up the car. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we good. No, that's what I'm saying. We good. It's all good. It's all God. I put a okay. praise on that thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay me, I ain't got to talk. I'm just die. <laughs> we going we to do what it says. It's spiritual because it's not against flesh and blood. When I got that, it's not. When you honestly can look and see the hurt, like, it, it, it's different for me. Because even when people say stuff, it's like, oh, they're hurting. Lord, let me pray for them. And that's real. That's really, and I may, I'm silly and I say smart stuff, but the reality is hurt people are bleeding. It's so many people walking wounded that don't even know that they're hurting, that they're holding on to hurt. You heard mom just say, it's been years and she didn't realize. You know, sometimes you don't even know because you get used to feeling that way. Somebody has hurt your heart like you're broken, but you're going on through life. And here it is, like I'm 53 years old. I'm so grateful, thank you, Jesus, that when I share my story, because me and my ex-husband met at 14, ain't no way, and I'm going to say, like I said, in hell, I should have married him. But I got caught up because everybody was getting married, right, at that time, and I wanted to have ice sculptures. I remember that. I wanted an ice sculpture at the wedding, so I got my ice sculpture. <laughs> but I shouldn't have been married then. We were uh-uh, unequally in every way. But the blessing is I have three beautiful children, and with all that we've gone through, when I tell you we are friends, I can call and, and check him, really, because he needs to be checked, and then me and his wife have a friendship. So she'll call me to pray for stuff. So there's there's all kind of lev- levels to it, and it'll free you up. I don't get my, my uh, ocular migraines anymore. There are health issues, too, why you need to forgive. So is there anybody else on the call that wanted to have a comment or say something? Yes, this is Kedra. Hey, Ked. Good morning. So <clears throat> I just want to say I learn a little bit about you every time you speak and I'm on the call. I might have to call you or FaceTime you more often, but um, I thank God for your declaration and your transparency. And I'm going to utilize some of the information that you just taught me and be transparent real briefly right now. So um, the Bible teaches us destruction uh warning come before destruction and so uh and i'm i promise you i'm gonna make it make sense warning comes before destruction and so when i was in this relationship with uh andre i'm gonna say his name because i need y'all to pray for him pray for me too when i was in this relationship with andre i kept seeing all these warning signs and all these red flags but you know i because i have the discerning spirit that has been prophesied over me numerous times um and because of me and my my belief in God I just believe that if I continue to press into the Lord and just like love would overcome it well the joker didn't stab me in the face right I gotta laugh about it the joker didn't stab me in the face and drove me to a whole nother state right and so I was so like hurt like heartbroken you talk about bleeding but I went to this dark place you know what I mean and it's like considering all the warning and everything and um when I was in that dark place I was you know I was needy I reached out for love but I reverted to familiar actions and familiar environment and things like that and then it was hurt on top of hurt because people use the people who I was around which wasn't family and those that authentically loved me um would say that's why the guy stabbed you in the face just try to well, it hurt me more, but it's like, I wouldn't let them know that, you know what I mean? But then it's like, I know that is part of, that was part of my process, um, part of my process so that I could 
grow and be where God wants me to be right now. And <clears throat> I had to forgive Andre. It took me almost a year. Well, it took me a little over a year to forgive him. Um, for me, you know, what I mean, at first I I didn't want to. At first, I was like, no, I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm trying to think of a way, and it's like, and then now it's like, what I'm called to do, I believe, is since you know I'm the one that like created the mess, like. I, I have to continually pray for my brother and my son and the people that want to do something to him to forgive him because it's like I like I genuinely love the Lord and I authentically want him to just you know me I want people to see the Jesus in me so it's like I have to pray for people to forget it stops with me it, you know I'm the bridge gapper but it's like that forgiveness part is so real and just recently just as a matter of fact yesterday um one of the ladies here she asked me something and I took my time to you know um talk with her and stuff like that but then after that she just she just negated the whole fact that we just had this cold conversation to what she wanted to do and I was like at first, I had an attitude about it, but I was like, you know, I just got to forgive her because I understand that she's hurting and hurt people, hurt people and bleed everything. So that that forgiveness thing is real. And I just um, had to share that because it's like that was part of my healing process. And I thank the God for declare victory, how they've been on this journey with me, you know what I mean? And supported me um, when I was in that dark place. It's still a process. But I forgive him. If I see him, am I going to run and jump in his arms? H-E double hockey sticks? No. But it's like I forgive him for me so that I can, um, so that I can operate in that liberty that Christ has for me. But uh, thank you, though. You know what I mean? It is a process. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. That is, um, there's so many different levels to it. So I am going to put the, I have found, well, like I said, those who haven't taken the, our red got the 13 uh, week lifestyle. How to develop a how, lifestyle of a how, what is it, guys? You know the lifestyle. I'll find it because I still have it, but it's just. I think it's developing a lifestyle, a lifestyle of, forgiveness. of forgiveness. That's what it is. Thank you, sis. You but I found while I was studying to share that there were eight eight other keys, and I'll read through them real quick. Is know what forgiveness is and why it matters, and then becoming this one hit me forgivingly fit and that one tapped me because as believers you know especially if you've been in church all your life and you can hear the saints praying and they want to tell you how long they've been in church and all that you've been sitting in there but if you're still holding on to unforgiveness then you're out of shape and that part i was like wow i don't care how many scriptures you quote how many people you pray under the if you are still unwilling see that's the part you can you don't even want to you know, and like you just said, Kedra, you said somebody that stabbed you and could have killed you, but you already have, you have to forgive. That's huge. Don't mean you have to have a relationship. It doesn't mean reconciliation. It don't mean you can forget the pain because you can't, but you have to forget. That's, that's, that's good. Um, then there you have to address your inner pain. You have to develop, there goes that word, a forgiving mind through empathy. And then find meaning in your suffering because there's a purpose for your pain and then spoke to that um and then when forgiveness is hard call up on the name of jesus the name above all names because that's the only strength that can can help you really forgive that heart forgiveness um forgive you uh, 
receive God's forgiveness for yourself is what I'm trying to say, and then develop a forgiving heart. And that part, that last one, made me think about when my pastor said, I forgive people in advance, and I still to this day, I'll see him like, Pastor, now how do you forgive people in advance? And you know, you know, but it's that that is part of it. So I just wanted to share that. Does anybody else have anything? Hi, Dee Dee and Shell. Um, hey, Shell. Love you. Um, Ooh, how you doing, sis? Hey, you just actually, you know, you know that picture I sent you when the, the dude pull up in the car? <laughs> that was just how you saved me because that's just how I was. You know, I was doing okay, you know, celebrating and they you know, just thinking of all the good stuff and, you know, not allowing grief to put me in bondage and whatnot and, you know, trying to make sure I do all the right things, um, you know, involving my brother with everything. And lo and behold, he pulled up with this one-and-a-half-inch knife. Not, you know, not a real knife, but I'm saying, you know, the emotional stuff, you know, to when I had been given myself, allowing myself to forgive, because I wasn't the one that stopped talking, you know, and stopped having a relationship. Um, so I was okay with, you know, with, if you don't want to speak to me, it, that's okay if that's how you feel and, you know, whatever you think. And, you know, I know you got stuff going on, but who I am in the Lord is I don't have to be in bondage like you. And I have been freed from that until uh, and I'm st- I still am, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is when you lose a parent, I don't know what kind of hell has been released that people can't get along over nothing. But your declaration this morning helped me to really, really grasp back again that I don't have nothing to do with what he got going on. The Lord had already allowed me the peace. And, and when you get that peace that surpasses understanding, it's not in no one situation. It says surpasses all understanding. So whether they understand it doesn't matter as long as I understand it. And I'll do anything to protect that peace. So I thank you because I, I wrestle with trying to do the right thing and make sure he has closure and all this stuff and and just the the – the garbage that they bring to you um, is heavy. So I thank you for, um, you know, all the tools that you've given me this morning. And so happen, I have been reading Proverbs 18 over and over and over. So I thank God that he is my vindicator. I say it all the time. I just told Gloria that the other day. But lo and behold, I'm going to have to use my own encouragement today. But I appreciate your declaration because it actually put me back in a place where I don't have to, you know, lose my sleep or feel any kind of way because I've done all I can do considering and living and loving out of kindness. So I love you, sis, and thank you. And and I am sorry you had to go through the process, but I thank God that I had the the timing was for both of us. So I love you and I thank you. Hey, I love you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, honey. So it's so funny because as you as you're saying that, you're right. It, it is. It's it's like a different set of bombs or something goes off when a parent dies or you know or one of the the elders of the family. And for me, it it, it just seems like the enemy dispatches like a different squad of fools. Is what I'm saying. So that, but I think a lot of it too is tied with some people who how they 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 have a guilt. Um, and I'll say it. 
Because if you've done all that you can for a parent, then they, you know, to your best, then you're at peace. And those who, to me, the ones who act out the most, have they haven't, there's something that they didn't do or they felt like they should have done. Because if you know that, you know, when you honor your parents and stuff, then the passing is hard. It's hard, right? It's so hard. And like, again, I had said to Anthony and my sister, the other sister, her and Gloria handled my dad's stuff. So I was feeling the ways. I was because I was like, look, my daddy was in Kansas most of my um, adulthood. And so, but we were still very close. But to see him, like I wanted to see him, I couldn't. But here Pops was, you know, I saw all the time because I was helping him get to dialysis and my son was. So, you know, spent more time and my son Armani was so broken because like he said i love grandpa like they call my dad grandpa he said but grandpa like pops was who taught me how to tie a tie and pops would come to his show you know it was just different relationships but not that the love was different so when people see the relationships are different sometimes there's other feelings right because you may there there could be a spirit of jealousy it's so much to this um sis but like i said i got up on Thursday, and when I asked you guys to pray, I needed that because I, I didn't know. Like, I know me. I know me. I know how I am. But the Lord gave me a peace on the way there. And let me tell you what else happened because it was supposed to just be me. Because, you know, with uh, COVID now, guys, I don't know if you guys have been to a service. We had to live stream it, but there was only 10 allowed to go in. Pops had six other kids, right? But it ended up working out. But my brother ended up coming to drive me and my mom. So it just it just worked out. I think sometimes God will say, I'm going to allow some things, right? So it gave me a different um, feeling. And like I said, when I started really looking at my bonus siblings, I was like, they don't have what I had, right, growing up. They didn't come from a loving, prayerful family because they, they weren't raised like I was. So I knew that. So they don't really know how to pray to God, even during the service. I, I think they got lost. So I'm going to be laughing at myself because I was supposed to read the old and the new scripture. Y'all got up there, read the old, and sat down. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. But it's just like God gave me a peace, and I was I was praying as the service. I was praying for each one of them, their hearts. Because, again, you don't know what you, got, what you haven't been exposed to, right? So that hurt people hurt people because you lash out when you don't know where else to, to for your anger and your hurt to go and a lot of innocent people get hurt and that's why a lot of families do fall apart because people don't know how to heal that and they want to cut you know cover it and use other ways to to um instead of just talking about the reality of it so shell thank you for sharing that anybody else have anything Good morning, this is Sister Sylvia. How are you? Hey, good morning, Sister Sylvia. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for that declaration. I've just been sitting here listening to the comments and listening, just pondering everything you talked about, you know, being a survivor of domestic violence and just um, and abuse by um, family members, siblings, so forth. Um, I heard something once on a talk radio, Christian radio station that said that you can forgive, we are to forgive people, but we don't have to keep going back for more abuse. And so I, I think about that a lot lately because that 
goes back and forth with um, my my oldest sister, and you know, like you said hurt people hurt people, but it's something you know that's held or resentment, what have you. And every time I let my guards down and I forgive and go back and you know be around her as siblings do, then if she gets angry, she goes back and pulls up all these things, you know, that she has resentments about, which I know is her stuff. So, um, but, you know, my mom is really adamant about us not being like some of the members on her father's side who literally write each other off and won't speak for decades and some not speaking to this day, two cousins that I have. And so try not to be that way. Um, but at the same time, I have to also take care of me and not just be a verbal punching bag every time she gets angry or something doesn't go her way. So I was thinking about that um, as you were talking, doing the declaration. Um, but I forgive her over and over each and every time because, like, you know, I agree, too. If God forgive me, who am I not to forgive other people, even my abusers um, in the past? So that has given, that gives me peace no matter what is going on in other people's lives. And their walk is different than what my walk is, but I'm not here to judge. I'm just trying to maintain my peace and my peace of mind. If that means that I deal with you at a distance, then I have to deal with you at a distance only when it comes to, like, caring for my mom. But just kind of tired of, you know, um, the abuse over and over and over, you know, from siblings. Um, and so what I choose to do is just you know, stay where in my lane where I'm supposed to be, you know, continue to praise God, pray for them, you know, and just keep it moving because you can't change people. It's been like almost 40 years and the same stuff keep coming back up. And it's just kind of getting old right now. So thank you for letting me share. Yeah, that old stuff, unresolved stuff is what I think a lot of families um, end up getting divided over. And um, it's just at some point you have to say, you have to make a decision, right? And like I guess for me, I have to use my own um, my own studying and my own declarations because how am I going to walk around, like I said, getting up, praying, seeking God, and then bitter or won't forgive. And then a lot of times people don't even realize because they don't know. A lot of people are just wounded from childhood stuff that they haven't ever dealt with. So as the believer, you know, pray for them. And I know Tanya had talked about it before. Pray for them. And sometimes you got to pray and just keep it pushing. But pray for and not about because that's a different too, difference too. And um, for those of you, I know we're online now, but I encourage or invite you all. I, I've been posting my church's um, live stream because this month they're talking about prayer, the different, you know, how to pray effectively and all of that. So if you are interested, I'll share it, and you're welcome to listen and take notes and all of that. So thank you, Sister morning, Sylvia, and I'm praying for Hi, hi, one second. Let me tell Sister Sylvia this last thing. I'm continuing to pray for uh, Mr. Wilson and your mom as well. I haven't forgotten all that. Um, continue to pray for all the elders that are just fighting right now just for their healing. So that's one to tell you. Well, thank you for for mentioning Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson has been moved to rehab. And 
Los Altos, and he's just getting his strength back and walking thank so he can come Jesus. back home to mom. Okay. So thank you for Good. all your prayers. That, that, make my, that makes me so happy to I hear that. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Ooh, yes. Keep us posted, God please. Is so good. Yes. Thank you for that. Good news. Who was getting ready to say something? I'm sorry, sweetie. Somebody. It's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. How you doing? It's good. Um, great declaration. Um, I just went through that healing process last year. Um. Forgiveness of my ex-husband and forgiveness of my family. Um, and it's actually a great feeling, it's a healing process and everything. We're all on speaking terms. You know, it took Good. me four years to, um, to get where we are now with my ex-husband and my family. Um, it's, it's an amazing process. Really, really, really declaration hit home with me today. Thank you for your word. Oh, thank you. Hi, that don't that makes me feel good because isn't it a different feeling even inside, like how you're physically feeling? I know for me it was. And feel free because yeah. you're holding on that pain and that grudge and that hurt, and you're heavy with it for so long. And once it's, once you get it off your chest and you say exactly what it is that's been bugging you, yeah, and what. And holding on to stuff like that makes you end up doing, making bad decisions because yeah. you're so hurt and you're not sure um, which way to turn to. And then once you get all that off your chest, it just, you feel lighter. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, you don't have that anger anymore and just, it just, like it's spring, like, like fresh air. You're yeah. able to breathe again. Like a new, new bunch of oxygen, huh? Yep, I hear yeah. you. That's true. So, so yeah. thank you. I'm glad you and the boys are doing good. Yeah, we are. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Anybody else? Okay. Well, hey, I, I wanted to ask, could you uh, inbox me or text me the... Um, the eight points again. I wasn't in position to sure. write it down. Okay, I'll do that. I can. Um, I'll send them to you. I'll or not put them in the um, uh, the room if anybody else wants them. I'm not on Facebook. Okay, but well I then I'll send them to you. I got your number. Okay, thank girlfriend. <laughs> thank you. Love you. Can you put them in the room too, please, ma'am? I sure will. Thank you. Let me do it now, cause I y'all not be getting distracted. What were you gonna say? Was that somebody else? Good morning. I was just saying if you can put it in the room, too, please. Oh, I will, Thanks. sweetie pie. I got you. Praying for the boys. Is Mama still on the phone? I uh, don't know. Mama Leomi, are you there? Yes. She's still there. Mama, you blessed me this morning. This is uh, Geraldine, and I'm just so honored. I always, every time I hear your voice, I always think of my own mother. And, um, you know, just uh, you being transparent uh, to, uh, you know, let us hear as younger women, sometimes, well, we really don't have really a lot of older women. We are the older women now. So I'm not nowhere there, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes we just need to have, you know, hear the sound voice of of an older woman. And I just wanted to thank you. And I'm, I'm praying for you during your time 
of bereavement. Uh, grief is grief no matter what. We all have been there. And I am just so honored that, you know, even Didi uh, coming up to this morning to be able to really, in, in your own uh, pain, you're ministering. And that's what we have to do is we have to keep pushing through. Even in death, we still push through no matter what. But I do thank you on um, this morning. I just want you to know that we are in uh, prayer for the families as they are uh, bereaving and grieving the loss of, of loved ones. And it is a different time because it's not like we have all of the ones that are surrounding us as we had at one point. Now the, the funeral services are getting smaller and smaller and they may just get to be where we all are gonna be on uh, you know, on FaceTime or either as a, a Zoom call. And um, and I'm sure that, you know, they're thinking about it because everyone, uh, we're in the pandemic and not reminding of us of it, but I just want to tell you how honored it is to hear the voice of the older women as they're speaking, just to give us some, uh, you know, just, it, it gives me a, a glimmer of hope to be here, uh, you know, if the Lord allows us to be able to be those examples. And thank you so much for sharing your deepest thoughts in your time of uh, loss. God bless you. Uh, thank you, Geraldine. Um, I appreciate your words of encouragement. Um, but I'm not bereaved. It was not my family member that passed. I... Um, I, I don't know how to say it. I have. I got Mama Me say it. Yes. Okay. So Sister Jerry. So Mama Leomia was married to my dad. So me and Gloria are sisters. So um, that's what she was talking about. Her first husband. She was married to my dad when they were young, like teenagers. So she's yeah. talking about when, when I lost my we, when Daddy died in 2019. We were all able to come together, and so her and my mom met for the first time in 20. 19 in person. Oh, so that's well, I understood. About. Oh, yeah, she. I understood all of that, but okay. I just want you to know, no matter yeah. what, even with Mama Doris, yeah. we are very, we are here, we support, and even to uh, Mother Lomia, because sometimes if I'm speaking, I always, you know, ask if Mother uh, Leonia on the phone, mm-hmm. because it's just, it's just good to have that it feels good to have that backing of the older woman there. Right. You know, I'm, I mean, not that the younger women, I love all, everyone, but it's just a nice, it's just the sound of your voice. It's there, it's encouraging. And to Mother Doris, the same thing. It applies to both. And we all, before long, we will all be family and related to each other. <laughs> I you know? anyway, exactly. <laughs> we, I mean, you know, we just, we family. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, there's no, um, right. And, and, you know, as we go down our chain and our tree, as, as we are, you know, some of us are doing a genealogy. And, right. You know, it's amazing oh, yeah. when you see a face on, you know, so you're <laughs> just, you're learning truth to power. And so I just thank you for your transparency on this morning. And it is really, a, I mean, it's, it's worth uh, getting up and hearing the sounds of everyone's voice. But thank you, Mother. Thank you to both of you all. It's Sister a great time to Dr. Doris. Yes. Sister Jerry, speaking of genealogy, did you know, I don't know if I share with you that my mom uh, found out that Pastor Jerry Moulton and I are cousins. <laughs> <laughs> 
what I'm trying to say. Oh, holler. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm related to him. Yes. So do you understand? It's a big, this circle is coming right back to the circle. Yeah. And so I'm just just saying, and not bringing up anything, but Mama, thank you so much. I love you so much. You don't even know. I mean, I just feel your spirit. It just just reminds me of my mom. I didn't get a chance to uh, really grieve. Uh, as my mom passed, I was, cause you know, when uh, you're, it's like, you know, sometimes as Dee was saying how she didn't get to, you know, help when her father, her real father passed, but her bonus father, she was able to be involved in it. And it's different when you're actually involved because you, you're, you just don't have time to grieve. And so uh, I, I, you know, it just, it gave me a little bit more freedom and where I've been in my life as far as relationship, there are some things that I done in relationship that caused me now to rethink, you know, because we all have to get to the agreement of what part do we play. Mm -hmm. We can all be goody two shoes. And if all of us come, (laughs) if we all agree, we will at, you know, I've taken some part in the, the relationship getting to where it was. And like you say, you were young, you didn't know, and um, like me, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm. Like Sister Bubbly mm-hmm. said, I mean, to marry somebody twice, I've not did that, thank God, <laughs> but I've done, I didn't get enough of it, because see, I realized when you get hit on your head one time, believe it. Right. And so I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just not the one to bite off the apple twice. Right. So mm-hmm. I just, I, but I believe that all, huh? all, <laughs> uh, baby, look, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm, I mean, I, but just to reassure to let you know, woman of God, that your, your message is powerful and that there's yet room in the room for you. Mm-hmm. I just like to hear the sound of your words of what God has down on the inside of you that is just being birthed, even in at this time that you're ready, that at the end, you know, one thing is this, to run the race. And at the end of the race, you're still running. And right. so now you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Please mm-hmm. share your, uh, your uh, please share your testimony because it will help us. It's going to form us into the place of some of the things that we missed out on. And I'm just asking you, please right. share. Mm-hmm. Please share your testimony. Every time you get a chance. Tell somebody. Good morning. Thank hey, you. Good morning. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yep, it's magnificent. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm yet on my forgiveness journey. So, hallelujah, developing, continuing to develop my lifestyle of forgiveness. Um, yes, I just want to piggyback on Sister Geraldine with Mother Leomia and declare victory. We always seem to have a church mother. Um, and it says, let the seasoned women teach the younger women. I don't like to say older, not that that's um, a bad thing. It just, um, because you've been seasoned through all the seasons of life, right? And so we appreciate your um, sound. We honor you for all that you've gone through. And they said, let your latter reign be greater than your former reign. Mm-hmm. And I mean reign as a queen and reign and the water because the latter rain was is the rain that's going to produce the harvest continue to produce the harvest in your life so um i hear um your growth but i also hear a little um i don't know i want to say 
pensive, like you're pensive or so stand in your, like in the Black Panther, Queen Mother, stand in that and own it and all that you've gone through because you've earned it. And um, we honor you and I'm so grateful to hear your sound and hear your voice. We have Mother Gloria who passed on. It seems like we always have a church mother on declare victory and that's how we know that um, God's hand is on it. And so they remember they said God couldn't be everywhere, so he created mothers. So we just right. want to say that we love you and we honor you, Mother Leomia. Yes. As a season. Thank you so woman. much. I love you all. Mm-hmm. And I consider each and every one of you my kids. Yep. And I want to say I forgive you, Dee Dee, for your 40 winer stuff. I love you. <laughs> oh. You know what? You know why you made it, right? Because you brought me my microphone. <laughs> you blessed me with my microphone to get on everybody else's nerves, but uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Nikisha. Um, I'm not going to be long because, as you see, my voice is still doing what it's doing, but I'm glad to be here. I just wanted to thank Mother for her testimony as well. Um I had a hard time forgiving uh, my second husband because of all of the dirt and care and all, but she said something that really just struck a chord with me. It's like, I didn't know how to be a wife to him because the first part of the marriage, he was locked up, so it was still like I was single, so I was doing things on my own. So when he came home, it was like, okay, who are you? I've been doing this. You know what I'm talking about? Right. So... So I had to apologize to him because one day he just was like, you know what, it wasn't just me. Even though he was doing his dirt, I didn't allow him to be a man and do what he needed to do because I was so used to doing things on my own. So when she said that, I just teared up and I just was like, thank you for speaking because when you do speak, it reminds me of my grandmother because I, I get to hear that southern sound. You called it country, but it's it's our roots, you know. Oh God, I'm speaking too much, but um, just thank you, and know that everything that all of us have went through is not for naught because it's to help the people that's coming up behind us, and it doesn't necessarily have to be age wise. It's just situational wise because um, I'm 49, but I've been through a lot of stuff. So I just thank you for for just being so transparent and to show us when it is a blended family that you don't have to be angry about who came before or who came after, that we're all God's children when it's all said and done. So we need to learn how to love each other because there's people that's watching us and we don't even realize it, that they're watching us. So we still have to just show the love of Jesus in the midst of our pain in the midst of our sorrow and to let others know that God is still in control because we have to pray for one another. And I just thank you guys for lifting up my family. I know a lot of you commented on the post that I posted yesterday about my nephew's killer. So I just thank you guys because my sister was really going through and because of the prayers that you guys have uh, lifted up to God is helping her and it also helps me to give her words of encouragement. So I love you all, and I thank you all. And I said I wasn't going to talk, but I have to talk because I don't know if I'm going to have a voice tomorrow or Monday, but I just have to talk. 
because God has been so good, and you guys just praying for me. So I just thank you. Absolutely, but, praying for you, nourishing. Yes, ma'am. You sounding better too. Mm-hmm. I saw that, and I'm so glad they they got. Like I said he brings back the head of our enemies, so we just have to remember that. So grateful. Well, somebody else can hey. say something. Go ahead. No, uh, uh-uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that I know she's still on the line. Um, I'm, I think I'm 15 years, yeah, 15 years old in the Keisha. The Keisha is, <laughs> okay, Hirsch. Uh, <laughs> she, she, I tell her all the time. Like she said, she lived some life. She so she she has showed me in in our time together in our purpose more stuff than I even knew, and I've been here longer. So don't always think, I don't know who said it about the age and the number, because like I say, she, I'm 15 years older than her, and she just schooled me on mm. some things and just blows me away. Because I know um, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch was talking about the seasoned women, but the Titus, it says the older women teach the younger women, and now whoever those who are, are not uh, functioning in their in their elderliness or their oldness, whichever word you want to use, that's what the word said. And I just remember was listening to people, and I said, remember that scripture, Titus 2, Titus 2 women. You're supposed to be the example. Show them what they need to, need to know and stop acting like you've been saved and holy all your 52 years or whatever. So I just wanted to say that. The young, the, this younger woman's been teaching this older woman some stuff that I can take and chew on and munch on and apply and all of that other good stuff. I love you, my sister BT. I love you. I love you. <laughs> no, you gonna give me an ugly cry now? Don't do. <laughs> no ugly crying. No ugly crying after nine thirty. <laughs> Ugly cry after nine thirty. <laughs> Anybody else have anything? I just want to say good morning. I'm on the line, but I got on late. Oh, this good morning, Cynthia. We know who it is. Good morning, beautiful. <laughs> Happy good morning. Saturday. Happy Saturday, and I just wanted to say, um, today I turned fifty-five. Girl, 50, <laughs> Happy birthday! You a whole speed limit. You better go, girl. <laughs> Happy 55th birthday, sister. That's a blessing. Y'all Thank say you. happy birthday to Sister Cynthia. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 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 Okay. Quiet. Yeah. Quiet. The quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we we hope you have a blessed day today, sis. I'm going to rest today. I'm tired. We're le- rest. Can you rest? Do you have to work? No, I took I I no, I took off. I said I'm not doing nobody. I'm just gonna relax. That's good. what I'm doing today. That's good. Well you got your declare victory family sending you Love and praise is up to God for giving you another year. That's a blessing. Yes, I do. And I love Victory. I love you guys. Thank you very much. We love you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
Thank you so very much for your declaration. That was on point and on fire. Man, thank you so much. By the grace of God, I'm 33 years young, but spiritually, I'm 99. <laughs> that whole part. <laughs> but no, thank God for his wisdom and his knowledge and his understanding. That part. But also, I wanted to um, add to um, what the other ladies were saying about being seasoned and how an older woman is supposed to teach the younger woman. For a long time, these last past years, I've been having issues with my mom and stuff, but this too shall pass. And I was trying to find like a mentor, a woman of God, preferably. But thank God for the Holy Spirit, which leads us and guides us into all truth. So that part, I'm thankful for God's people, but I'm just so thankful and grateful for knowing God for myself because it took me a long time until now to get to where I'm at. And God is still working on me to know that with man, all things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And not to depend on nobody, not even my body, but Jesus. Y'all have a blessed day. You too, girl. And know that. Keep keep us posted with the babies. I didn't forget. Let me know what's going on. Love you guys. Absolutely. Thank you, too. We love you, too. Hey, baby. Anybody else before we go today on Saturday? Ooh, thank you. Good morning, Dee Dee. Good morning. This is Barbara. Hey, Barbara. I got on a little late because I didn't want to turn that bed loose. <laughs> I, I know. I have been listening to all the comments, and all I'm hearing is forgiveness. Yeah. You know, we have got to forgive, and I'm going to listen to it later to your declaration because I'm sure it was awesome. But I just want, I didn't want to not say good morning. No, I love me some Miss V. I miss you so much. Miss you too, sweetie. All right, baby. Thank you. Keep I'm praying for all of us. Anybody else have anything? I got a praise report if I can share. Yes, you can. God be the glory. My son and his his family have purchased their first home. Amen. And will be going into it next Friday. Hallelujah. And I am so so excited for oh, them. So excited. Yeah. I am too. I am too. I can't wait to see the new location. Congratulations. Be, thank you. That that'll be my stepping stone to my new location. But okay. we'll let, stay tuned. <laughs> I know, ma'am. I know. That's the daughter that I met, right? At coffee. Yeah, at peace. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's what my that's my lipstick girl. Tell her I said what's good. <laughs> Okay, I will. I will when they when they fight when they get up. Okay, I know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go lay back down too because I think Miss uh, River gonna be showing her up on my doorstep, so I gotta hurry up. Oh, that baby, it's so uh, precious. So thank you. Thank you. I God. can't wait to wait. I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> She's gonna be like, "Ooh, who is who is you?" She already got a personality, but I really want to again thank my family for the prayers because the prayers really do matter they change the whole atmosphere and then like i was reminded that when you pray you praise prayer should lead into praise so i got me a good old praise on thursday so um yeah <laughs> yeah 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 the other side of, of grief is love that's all that's what it is so. amen. amen anybody else before we go 
next year. I don't want anybody to leave the call heavy. It's Saturday. Of, of course, we are fighting, but we're fighting a good fight of faith. Know that you are loved. This is a place of victory. So if there's something you didn't get to share, you can always inbox or put it in the prayer in the victory room, and we'll address it. And then um, prayerfully Friday Night Live will start back up, but like, on a, you know, it's been a little off this couple of weeks. We've been... So it'll be back Fridays at 6 if you want to tune in. It's a little different from the morning call because we can um, get a little more intimate and talk about the matters that affect us day-to-day as believers. So if nothing else, I say have a great Saturday. Hey, Didi. Yes, ma'am. This is Chef Ruth in the house. Hey, Ruth. I, I heard that voice. Where my food at, girl? <laughs> right here. Hey, I'm being I'm I'm being Vegas, but look, hey, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you want you want me to send us off with a song? No, 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 no. What we'll do? Cause see, look, y'all know if if I am the songstress of Declare Victory, Ruth is my way back up. Cause I can hear a note. She can't hear a note and a key or nothing else. <laughs> you know, one day I'm telling you, this that I know. One day I, I, what? You know, like Lisa told me, get auto tune. Somebody told me use auto tune, and I didn't think that was nice. <laughs> oh, that sliding scale that Geraldine uh-uh. talked about. No, no, yesterday. no, no. <laughs> no, it's just an enhancer. It's not an auto tune for you, sis. No, it's just an enhancer. That's I told you. You auto. It's an enhancer. I can sing. Okay, it's called A E I O U. Okay, Ruth, you do it. My favorite song was This Little Light of Mine. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Way See? back when I used to go to church. <laughs> now you acting like uh, how Tina Turner was when she was at church growing up singing that. <laughs> this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. We love you, old crazy girl. So proud of you. Thank um, you, Ma. Thank you. Thank you for everybody in the support. It is Truly, truly a blessing. Oh yeah, especially in this season. Oh yeah, just keep going and keep always like I tell people all the time. God knows our humble hearts and knows that we honor Him first and we walk in love no matter what. So that's what He is rewarding you. So I'm so grateful for you being my sister. Well, it's not all easy. I tell you, (laughs) when when the hard times hit, I I can hear Dion. You'll win if you don't quit. Amen. <laughs> or you, or you hear her say, "Honey, hush, shut up." Just right. Go, shut up. You're right, Ruth. Uh, look, don't, don't, don't cry, Ruth. Don't. I, I have got no, on this y'all. Ruth. Sometimes I want to cry. No, <laughs> no, you no, say Ruth Ann. <laughs> right. When you read a scripture and have to take a sip of water, and you only had three sentences. Like, see, see, you know what? That's a, that's motivation right there. Okay, you know what? On that note, I'm going to keep on going. Uh, right, that's one, it. This, Thank you. Uh-huh. This, is the, this is the next one I'm going to give you real quick. At Tanya's house in Vallejo, we sitting in Don't, the you, Girl, I bet that flow still tow up. <laughs> right, right. So, I know he had to put the flow down. We we just love you. And that's what thing about Declare Victory. We have so many memories. And y'all know Pastor Lavelle did the service for my pops, and he brought light. Nisi Nala sung, so I was protected by my victors. And, yeah, I love it. Nisi was behind. Y'all already know how she is. She's a powerhouse. And then Lavelle was able to just kind of calm the, the situation. So that's what we do as brothers and sisters. So I want to tell y'all thank you. I love you. Have a wonderful Saturday. And 
have a just just be light, just be light, you and if you find some place to laugh today, like uh, Sister Sarah Elliott said, get you a good old belly laugh because that 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 makes the enemy nervous when you just laughing when you could be crying. So, okay, remember that, Keisha. You know what you sent me yesterday. Love you. Love y'all. Happy Saturday. Have a blessed day, everyone. Yeah, I love you. I love you more. Thank you for nurturing the seed. I appreciate you. Have a good day. Okay. Love and light, you guys.
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Life, forgiving one another while staying 